Emotional damage. Record no matter how long. From the heart, and we may be wrong. Joe Boo parroting every song, and you may not care about it. Jaybird opens himself this way. This show is ours, we do it our way. All these words sure we just say And you may not care about it Things Joe says and ranks we do Monday's recording something new New guests here for a different view and you may not care about it. T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A Average Joe Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A by Average Joe's Media. I am... The Average Joe Boo of Average Joe's Media here with... Jay Bird. Hey, Jay Bird. How you doing, buddy? Good, brother. How you doing? I'm good. Also with... Chris Moyer. Chris Moyer. Welcome back. Trying to regain... (laughs) Sorry, I'm just kidding. I had to do it at the time. Anyways... Uh, Still maintaining super fan status. Is that what you're doing? Is that absolutely? That's good. That's good. Uh, does that include when you can't open up a Monday for me? Uh, hey, I'm two here. episodes ago. Or so? You mean like <laughs> when you? You mean when you text me 30 minutes before the episode? Super fan. Oh. Yeah. Super fan. Oh. You gotta you gotta come through if I you're am. super fan. Uh, anyways, so uh, just just a couple things before we be- Get going, yeah. you know. Uh, number one, I'm wearing my 45s hat because I want to represent y'all's ages today, mm-hmm. and uh, uh-huh. just let you guys know whenever y'all are looking at it, all y'all are significantly right. closer there than I am. Right. And uh, and then uh, you know, uh, we're we're hitting spring break right now. Spring break for your boy, right? Yeah. Is it your spring break? It's, it's well, it's kind of like my inter. It, we have this intercession weeks that uh, the kids have to go to school if they're failing or need credit recovery or whatever because of the COVID shutdown. Mm-hmm. In 2020, okay, and there was like I don't know, 12 weeks of face-to-face instruction they lost, mm-hmm. and so they built intercession weeks that were like miniature summer school weeks through the semesters okay. for two years. Okay, that we do not have intercessions next year. So, so, they so have, next so week your spring break. Yes, next week is my spring okay. break. Okay, but this week most of the teachers are out because you don't need the whole campus to only you know, help a hundred kids or yeah. 200 kids. How many showed up to intercession, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is a second week that is like officially unofficial okay. for me to be off. And so oh, I'm not, nice. I'm not off because yeah. I'm coaching. Yeah. But, but you're I, not in class, but I'm not in class. Well, that's nice. That is nice. Yeah. It is, it's glorious. It's glorious. <laughs> you uh, have to coach on spring break. Yeah. We have a game tomorrow night. We have a game Friday night. And so, Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, spring, next, next, week. next week. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, um, because the first playoff game, we, we made playoffs. Nice. We're, we're, we're guaranteed, uh, I believe, third place at the worst, which is really good. 
We got two games left, and uh, we will play. Our first playoff game will be like the 26th of March, so two, three Fridays from now. Mm. So I, I'm going to give them the spring break off, mm-hmm. you know, and then we're going to play a game against North Dallas, a little tune-up game. We're going to do that on the Monday, and then uh, and then we got three days of practice after that to uh, to get ready for the playoff game. Okay. So nice. I mean, congratulations. Th- yeah. Thank you. Uh, Job, coach. Well, you know, it's it's not me. Right, it's all they're they're the ones scoring the goals and right. stuff that that allow this to happen. So. Right, uh, but anyways, uh, so I, I felt like giving five or six practices before the game was going to be significant overkill, you know. So, anyways, and then that's this way. Hey, coach is uh, is an awesome coach. You know, he gives us the whole spring break. We can go with our families. Blah blah blah. Right, right. no complaints by right. the boys. Hopefully, no complaints. Anyways, uh, what is a uh, vampire's favorite citrus? A vampire's favorite citrus. Yeah, yeah. Like fruit, citrus fruit, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Y'all should know this one. Dragon blood? No. Blood Dragon orange. Dragon fruit. That's what it is. Blood, blood orange. orange. Yeah. yeah. Dragons. Dragons have nothing mm. to do with vampires. Uh, one more thing. What musical instrument is found in the bathroom? The toot horn. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, wind on. instruments. No, a tuba. Oh, that was good. A tuba toothpaste. Tuba uh, toothpaste. Tuba, get it? <laughs> I like the wind instruments. My, well, that's good. Yeah, that that's was good. good. Well, hey, since I'm going to throw one out there. Oh, go ahead. All right. So, yeah. uh, why don't ants get COVID? Um, I'm sure I know this. I one. don't know because they have. Little antibodies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Jay Bird? Yeah, no, not yet. No, okay, maybe later. <laughs> yeah, as you're as you're yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so today we're going to uh, we're going to jump into our little creative sides real quick. Mm. Okay, I uh, I found this book at Five Below. I take my girls to Five Below every now and then. I always look at the books for you know just things, sure. right? Things to either do or or maybe to bring here. Yeah, so, you look for ones with pictures, right? Uh, the more pictures, the better. Meh. I mean, I, I do like more pictures. But yeah. anyways, this is 321 creative writing prompts. Okay? Mm. So we're going to create... Uh, we've actually already created them, but I'm going to give you the uh, the uh, sentence stem or whatever to mm. create our little short stories. I'm doing... I looked at the label of, me- of the medicine bottle and suddenly remembered that. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Jaybird, you're do- which one did you pick up? Something about Sally okay. patting the... <laughs> okay, so uh, Jaybird's doing Aunt Sally carefully patted down the earth around thee, dot, dot, dot. And uh, Chris, you're doing the dog? Yeah. Behind the fence, the snarling dog, dot, dot, dot. I'll go first. I'll set the bar. Okay. okay? I don't know how good of a bar this is, but it's going to be fun. I looked at the label of the medicine bottle and suddenly remember that, and there was a time in my life when I didn't need Viagra. It was a glorious time where age was no concern, and my drive rivaled that of a horse in heat. When I came to, I realized times are a-changing, and I can roll with it or get roll past. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's a pretty high bar, to be honest. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. I do my best thinking on the, on the you know, yeah. where there's a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. Nearby. Yeah. That's fair. During my wind instrument. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Aunt Sally carefully patted down the earth around the new elm tree 
and she couldn't help but think of the shade and beauty it would one day provide to her family. Her mind went to the elm tree at her grandparents' house, and she recalled the nice times they had watching the birds and the squirrels play. Okay, that's sweet. That's it. Jay Bird, that was good. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Okay. Oh, Joe, Joe Boo set that bar so high. Times mm-hmm. are a-changing. All right, here we go. <laughs> Behind the fence, the snarling dog watched as the children threw the ball back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth. He watched the beautiful blue object of his desire being passed. Right then and there, he decided that he would have that blue ball no matter how many children he had to bite to get it. Mm, okay. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. What what <laughs> What did the back and forth remind you of? Cuz I know it reminds I, you of something. I just I just thought like when it, when you started doing it, I just thought that's what it was going to be for the, the whole rest. <laughs> it was just going to be back, back and forth, forth. Back, back and forth. And <laughs> for like a minute. Yeah. There was a there's a movie and I can't that's remember what I, done. I cannot remember what movie it was, but he starts a prayer and he he starts like uh, oh man, I can't even remember. Oh, he said I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember what it is for the life of me, but I, we need to figure that out one 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 of these days, and maybe play it on the clip here or repeat it or something. Why do I feel like that's a Meet the Fockers movie? Possibly, it probably is. It's probably Ben Stiller. Yeah, trying like doing his prayer. Right after he it was talking be. about you could milk anything right, with nipples. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, uh, these me, three Greg? things we pray, uh, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, my gosh, that's got to be what it is. We got to find that. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will search that up right now. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, today, today we have uh, a couple of topics that are, I think they're left-leaning topics. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I say left-leaning, I mean from the standpoint of the liberal mindset is pushing these things. And I'm not going to broadcast unless you want to y'all's uh, leanings politically or, or uh, whether they be conservative, liberal, whatever. I don't, I don't really care because it shouldn't really matter. We should be able to have a conversation. We should be able to get through the conversation without any animosity in any way. Right. So uh, we're going to bring up a couple of these. And uh, and we're gonna just kind of read through some of the stuff, and and you know we're gonna we're gonna give our honest opinion about some of it. I mean, do we think it's stupid? Do we think it's enlightened? Do we think it's you know uh, there's value to it or, or whatever? Whatever our instant gut reaction is, we're gonna we're gonna look at it. Uh, but the first thing is a book from uh, a a person called Blue Sanford. When, when this book was written, she was 17 years old in the UK. 17 years old. It's called Challenge Everything. It is a uh, Extinction Rebellion mm. uh, Youth Guide <laughs> to Saving the Planet. Mm-hmm. A Youth Guide to Saving the Planet. Okay. Right. And so we're going to go through the uh, we're going to go through the table of contents here real quick. Uh, first, it starts off with uh, what are the aims and the principles or the roles within the Extinction Rebellion, uh, the current Extinction Rebellion youth, and then the youth truths. Okay, we're going to read some of those youth truths here in a little okay. bit. Whether they're true or false, like we'll, we'll figure that right. out. But uh, So then, we got challenge big business, mass boycotts, petitions, fashion, makeup, flights. These are all different chapters in this book. Palm oil, meat, dairy, 
dairy and eggs. That's that's one. Fish. Uh, my revolution starts here. Business. Uh, challenge government. Vote if you can. Strike from school. Protests. Nonviolent direct action. NVDA is how it's abbreviated. Uh, getting arrested or not. <laughs> Just, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to do it, you know. <laughs> how to plan a direct action. Paint the streets. Five ways to talk to a climate change denier. My revolution starts here. Government. Uh, now, uh, challenge yourself. Self-sufficiency. Question everything. Decide your own morals. Decide your own morals. That's um. That's that's this, like a that's moral, literally moral the most ridiculous like, thing I've ever heard. In my decide time. your right. own morals. <clears throat> right. Uh, you may be young, but your opinions are valid. Okay. Reclaim, rewild. Re- yeah, I'm I'm reading that right. Reconnect. Scavenging. How to eat. How to eat. Community. Uh, consume art. My revolution starts here myself. And these are the chapters in this book. Is these that are what the chap. These are what would be considered the chapters. They give you a page they start on and and what that. I feel like this chapter is, is about. I feel like this is what Greta Thunberg was taught in school. Uh, okay, so uh, this person was um, was compared to a Greta Thunberg, I believe, uh, in the recollection of who this Blue Sanford is, like a like a seventeen year old New Age Greta Thunberg. Mm. Okay, uh, so let's look at the, uh, the. Okay, so the aims are to tell the truth, act now, and be beyond politics to go beyond the the political realm. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, some principles are we have a shared vision of change, creating a world that is fit for generations to come. Nothing wrong with that. No, nope. nothing wrong with that. Uh, we set our mission on what is necessary, mobilizing three point five percent of the population to achieve system change by using ideas such as momentum-driven organizing to achieve this. Okay. okay. We need to... We need a regenerative culture. A culture... Uh, creating a culture that is healthy, resilient, and adaptable. Okay. Okay. Openly challenge ourselves to... Uh, and this toxic system leaving our comfort zones to take action for change. Just pretty broad. Mm-hmm. We value reflecting and learning, following a cycle of action, reflecting, learning, and planning for more action, learning from other movements and contexts as well as our own experiences. Whatever. We welcome everyone and, a, and every part of everyone, working actively to create safer and more accessible spaces. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's a couple more. We avoid blaming and shaming. We live in a toxic system, but no individual, no one person is to blame. Uh, we are nonviolent network, but we do talk about getting arrested. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's just let's just go ahead and throw that out there. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the the youth truths here. You ready for this? Yep. The truth is, our demands are not enough. The urgency of the climate crisis requires us requires a just response centered on human rights, equity, and justice. The way our world currently looks is built upon exploitation. We need to transform the world in order to prevent further climate catastrophe. We need to transform the way we live in order for us to survive. Yeah. I mean... How, like, how are we going to survive this world? Right. Well, I mean, I, I do know that there have been numerous times when, you know, in the past where people have said, hey, 
if we don't take action, the world is going to end in 10 years. Right. Right. In 15 years. And we're 100 right. years, years later at this exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and we, we keep going past those dates. Right. You know, so. Because regardless of what you think about this world and how we're treating it, right. it's, it's pretty resilient. Right. It bounces back from yeah. several things. You're talking forest fires. Right. Like those forests come back even better than yeah. they were in terms of tree population mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, we talk about uh, catastrophes. Uh, we Those who survive a catastrophe like a, like a hurricane or a tornado or whatever, we're able to rebuild past it and mm-hmm. maybe even better than to prevent that big of a catastrophe next time around, right? right? I mean, it's, we're, we're resilient. The world itself is resilient. Well, right. and history is is full, and you know, I didn't know we were talking about this, so it's not like I have talking points. You but, shouldn't have. You should have but, responsive yeah, points. But so, but history is full of uh, of recorded climate change. Right. So, in other words, before we had fossil fuels, before we had cars, before we had airplanes, before yeah. we had, I mean, you, you've got the ice age. You've got, I mean, you've got right. all these different uh, uh, eras. You can go biblically of, and, and talk about right. all the famine, like the seven year droughts and famines. Yeah, and stuff, droughts right. and famines more, and floods more than and, and yeah, everything. Flood. All yeah. that, you know. And so you have all of these historical changes that we couldn't possibly have created or impacted. Right. And and then you look at it and go, what makes you think that what we're doing now? Yeah. It, all of a sudden, now we have the ability to to impact. I don't. I don't think that's true. Right. Well, so, and and okay. we we have only been we have only been recording climate for a certain amount of time right. too. Right. Right. Not since the world was began created. Right. 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 So. Right. There have been events that have been recorded, specific events. Sure. But they haven't been like tracked. And, yeah. Yeah. And we haven't figured been... out uh, ways to predict. Until here, within the past couple hundred years, and max. so who's to say? Who's to say the the things that are taking place are not just a wouldn't have already cycle, taken place? Maybe. Whether exactly. whatever we did, right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm right. not saying that we should be bad to the environment. No, no. But I'm just saying I, I, I think that there's there's more there's something more behind the climate push. Well, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. money. Well, okay, I mean, yeah, I can see that they can funnel if they can funnel trillions of dollars to these programs mm-hmm. then yeah i mean that's money so, so i guess my deal is like like there, there have been people that have, have questioned or maybe i don't know question my mentality and mindset or whatever when i talk about my death you know or mm-hmm. how i'm going to end up dying right nobody knows what the how that's going to come right so let's talk about the probabilities of things okay just in general terms like uh, if i was to be in the wrong place at the wrong time during a, a, a robbery gone wrong or something like that. Uh, nothing to do with climate, mm-hmm. right? That me getting killed by a stray bullet or something has nothing to do with the ozone layer or whatever. Right. You know, um, how many things are going to kill you that are directly tied to climate and climate change? Right. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sure. And so... Uh, throughout this book, we have we have these truths, and that was just one truth with like a couple points. Well, I'm going to mm-hmm. assume when they talk about survival, they're talking about the human race, not an individual. Right. So this person. is this is a, the, an extinction rebellion. Right. Right. They are trying to rebel against being extinct. becoming extinct. Yeah. Well, and there's you know, a long way before that happens. Yeah. You know what would fix all of that? That no, oh, no, I don't. All they have to do I haven't is, read it all. All the they way. have to do is read the Bible. And it tells us exactly yeah. what happens. Mm. And so then we realize that there's nothing we can do to impact that. It's already it's already foretold what will happen. So now that's 
Are we know, talking about a whole other debate? What, what are we talking about right now? What exactly are we talking about? I'm talking about we there. There is a there is a uh, direct. Uh, I don't, I don't want to use the mm-hmm. word story, but there's a direct oh, okay. chronology of how of of what's going to happen. So we're the the world is not going to end. Are we talking about in- before human race? Yeah, you, oh, okay. you read You're, Revelation. He's saying he's saying, okay. he's you know, saying, he's saying we're we're still going to be here when the world right. ends. It's not there. There's not going to be okay. The world is not going to end before, uh, before <laughs> before God resolves our situation, for lack of a better. I'm not you okay. Know, go through everything, but the point right. is, is that it, it's already predetermined that. Are you talking we're rapture right now? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking, talking about rapture. I'm talking about I'm talking about rapture. I'm talking about new earth, new heaven. I'm talking about all of that. Okay. Um, we're we're still going to be here when all that happens. Okay. So it's we're not the earth is not going to. We're talking we're all. talking rapture. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. I just want to make sure I'm getting my p's and q's along with your p's and q's. You know. Oh well, my pints and my quarts. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna sidestep it. We we'll yeah, probably no, come fine. back to it because we're talking about extinction rebellion. And uh, you know, so see, I don't really have to tell you. I don't really don't have to tell you where my uh, where my political views lie. Yeah, because you (laughs) You probably figure that out. Because you got more religious views than anything else, which is good. Which is probably what you should have. Uh, The truth is, the only solution to to the climate crisis is to restore and repair land, reunite people with their homelands, and work to transform our relationship with each other and our planet. That's a truth to solve the climate crisis. Right. Whether the temperature is going to drop into the negatives, Mm -hmm. whether the wind is going to blow so hard that it creates a funnel and destroys things around it, or whether it gets so hot that a fire sparks and destroys things, whether it gets so hot that... uh, Everything dies because nothing can grow without water, mm-hmm. right? And it evaporates the water so quick. The solution to those things. Yeah. Putting people back in their homeland. Return lands. to your homeland. Return to your <laughs> homeland. Work to transform our relationship with each other. Yep. And our relationship with this planet. Right. Yeah. Huh. I don't, what's your relationship with this planet? Jaybird. I mean, I live on it. Okay. Oh, okay. Know. Yeah. I live yeah. on it. I, I try not to trash it up. Right. 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 Um, I enjoy it. You know. Right. Um, All the the trees in the nature. The trees in the nature. Okay. And the That's rivers an quote. and the streams. <laughs> yep. Yep. Digging them. Yeah. Um. That's about it. You okay. Know? Uh, Chris, what's your relationship with this planet? About the same. Yeah? yeah. I was just going to say, I walk on it, sleep on it. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't try to trash it up, right. but every now and then I I, I do. Like, sure. You know, everybody kind of does, maybe. maybe. Whether it's intentional or unintentional. Mm-hmm. You know, you have something in the back of your truck, mm-hmm. and it blows Flies out. out. Yep. Right? You That's weren't happened. intending for that yep. to happen. Nope. Uh, sometimes I mean, I maybe you were. I have a yard, and I maintain it. Right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Got, and I got some trees. You got, I got three big trees. You got about an eighth of an acre there, and you you, you cut the grass. Yeah. And that's... maintain the grass, watering to keep mm-hmm. it growing and stuff. I yeah. think I'm providing enough oxygen for at least like 20, 30 people. I mean, right. I, don't, I don't know what the ratio of people to trees is. Right. But one tree, uh, how many? How much oxygen right. is the supply? Yeah. Per day, per but person. It's, yeah. But it's a lot because these are three 
big tree. Right, right. So okay, so you're providing some some O2. There you go for people. Okay, that's right. Uh, that that truth kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's the solution. I don't know how that's the only solution to well, the climate crisis. Well, we just have to crisis. love each other more. It's the only the solution, I mean, guys. It's, maybe, there's maybe, no. Maybe I don't sing know why. A song about it. <laughs> there's five more. There's four more truths here. I don't know how we got past this one because that was the only solution to the climate crisis. But mm. anyways, the truth. Well, what that, are we waiting for? Well, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and talk about this one real quick. Uh, the truth is, communities of color, migrant communities, and working class communities bear the brunt of the climate crisis. These communities, even in wealthy countries, lack the resources due to an ingrained system of classism and racism. Hmm. Now, how do they bear the brunt? Uh, this is ignorance here. How does these three groups of people, which I consider myself to be in the working class, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. Uh, how do communities of color, migrant communities, and working class communities bear the brunt of the climate crisis? I is have it, no idea. Is it because whenever that there is a big climate event, like it, it generally hits, a, it, when it does hit a populated area, it generally like skips over the rich neighborhoods <laughs> or the or uh, maybe not communities of color? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to make the assumption that they're alluding to huh? the fact that uh, people of a, of a, that are wealthier or of a higher... Uh-huh. Uh, economic class okay. uh, potentially live in uh, more sound structures. Oh, okay. uh, potentially, they have uh, things like uh, bunkers or, or tornado shelters. Or, they have you the know. means to be able to get through the climate, whatever the climate event is. Correct. Okay. Now we're assuming, though, or bounce back from it, or if, bounce back if they from got it. hit right. by it. But we're also assuming that. Uh, that there's something we can do to prevent that from happening in the first place. That's a whole other. I, well, I think deal, that I think but, we're also assuming that communities of color are only non-affluent communities. Well, and that's and that's another danger. They talk about race. What's funny is about the. And I'll just say about the left oh, is okay. Okay. they they condemn racism, but like ninety percent of their beliefs are racist beliefs. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was like when Biden was running for president and he, he literally said uh, that black kids are just as smart as, or no, I'm, I apologize. He said uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Right. Implying right. that kids of color ki- that kids are that less intelligent. Are the, well, no. Oh. Saying that they're just as smart. Oh, I see. I see. But, but they're that's right. poor. That's right. That's he what he was saying if you're not white, you're poor. Right, right, right. right. That, that's that's a racist yeah. comment. Yeah. That's well, literally assuming that because you're white, you're wealthy, and you're in your color of your skin determines you know whether right. you're poor or not. It, and and there's it's just full of it. all of their solutions to racist problems are racist solutions. And it's insane. Or yeah. or when he he also said too. If you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Then you're not black. Right. They said that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like it does, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Oh my god! Right. In any ways, I've seen no. several people. Like, uh, there's a guy in Rockwall that sells T-shirts out of a what? What do you call it? Maybe a big old RV or something like mm. that. But it's all trailer of some type. Some type, and it's got it's it's wrapped with stuff. It said, "I didn't vote for you, and I'm still black." <laughs> right. You know? Right. And it's a black guy right. that that sells these right. shirts, and I'm like, yeah. Duh! Yeah. Like it, yeah, your your vote doesn't change who you are, what you look like, or anything. Like it, 
Okay, whatever. Well, yeah. So while we're talking about that, real quick sidebar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the big hill uh, between the lake and Miller on uh, the northbound service road of George Bush. Okay. Did you see that? The big hill. So, so there's a big hill. It's right by that apartment complex. If you're, let's say you're coming out of that from the lake, maybe that U-turn on the service road from the lake. Okay. And you're coming back up towards Miller. Okay. And there's a big hill over there on the right, big hill of grass by those apartments. Okay. Do you see what happened over there? No. So somebody went over there and they used, uh, I guess, some type of grass killer, weed killer, whatever. Okay. And made it. I mean, I'm talking huge, like, you know, 15 foot letters. F Joe Biden oh. into the hillside. Oh, 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 and it was they made it with the weed killer. Yeah. Oh, so no. so it killed all that grass was brown, right? Oh, right. That said that, uh, and it was there for I, I don't even know. Did it at just least say a month. F, the letter F or did no, 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 it, no, no, it spelled no. it, it all out? Whole, it said oh, the whole thing. Okay. And it was there for at least a month. Clever. Well, then they went and I saw the guy actually out there on the hill because I live over there, so I drive by it all the time. Sure. Saw the guy on the hill uh, spraying some green stuff all over, you know, like in a big. Uh rectangle kind of around it all yeah and so then what was funny was the uh the part that grew in the darkest was the dead part so now it was a dark green compared to everything else being a light green nice uh and so it stayed up again for another couple months mm. Until it and, then they, and then they mowed it yeah. and so then it it finally <laughs> oh, kind of that's funny went away but uh anyway i just i didn't know if you saw that so or not, little no bit so i actually just to history. go on uh some of the things that are being said about this president or whatever there was a guy live at a NASCAR event, and <laughs> he goes up to a couple guys and was asking questions about the race or about the event that they were at. And he just, on air, F. Joe Biden, oh. like, I mean, said it. And he's like, oh, well, that's what, yep. you, that's what you get sometimes when you when go live. live. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Got, you know, you can't really anticipate them all. And so he goes up to the next person. He's like, hey, you got anything you want to share with the with the people at home? Is it clean? And he's like, nope, it's not. And he's like, all right, we're moving on. Go yeah. on to the next person. And it yeah. was You very, heard wrong. hilarious. He didn't say, that's not what he said. He said, let's go, Brandon. That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, that was that was. That's ridiculous. what he said. No, it's, it, that, well, okay. So anyways. <laughs> uh, here was another truth. Uh, the truth is the ideology that has created the hostile. The hostile environment for migrants is the same ideology that created a hostile climate worldwide. The ideology that has created a hostile environment for migrants. What's the ideology? Right. I don't, that, that wasn't a chapter. Mm. Well, oh. apparently, I, I'm going to assume they're talking about the ideology of, you know, hey, you need to come here legally. Uh, rather than just mm -hmm. have an open border, I'm assuming now, that's okay. probably the ideology. So this person, but I'm is, not sure how that this person how that equates to climate, climate change. Now this person, now don't get don't get into the, the theory of thinking that this person is American. Well, I'm not. Okay, this person is in the is in is British mm -hmm. from the UK. Right. What I'm saying, but so well, I mean, when you talk about my the ideology against migrant people i mean that's every country has borders well yeah and they all have immigration policy sure so maybe they're saying you should as opposed to having that you should have freedom of movement everybody should be able to go wherever they want but oh, I, I feel like oh yeah I see but i feel saying. like that contradicts send everybody back to their homeland yeah so we right. want to be open to migration however yeah that's the opposite problem because actually everybody needs to go back where they came from right in order to fix climate now, change to be fair you are assuming the what the ideology is because it's not it's not written in here what it's the not ideology. Oh, well, maybe the ideology is 
okay, yeah. maybe they're saying we should be against migration because everyone should go back to the homeland. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, That's I don't just know. an assumption. I don't know. But hey, but that ideology, what whatever heard. that ideology was, <laughs> created a hostile climate. Yeah. Right. Right. It wasn't, right. you know, the change in weather. It wasn't the sun rising and setting. It wasn't uh, potential moon rotation mm-hmm. uh, and gravitational pull or any of that stuff with the lunar calendar or anything right. like that. It wasn't any of that, those things. It wasn't anything that has to do with science. It was an ideology. Right. That created a hostile Thoughts. climate. Droughts. Right. The drought we're in was created by right. an we, ideology. Right. Somebody who did Somebody something. Somebody who believed something. That was yeah. one way or the other. Right. And then, boom, all these vegetables died. We right. thought you know. climate change thoughts. That's what happened. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, then, and, and then we said, <laughs> make sure it's droughted. Yeah. Or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the truth is that we have exploited world resources and caused climate chaos. Many people are migrating to find the safety that has been taken away from them. Many have been settled for decades building the relative safety we enjoy now. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm going to f- somewhat agree with that first sentence, that we've exploited world resources and caused some, and caused some climate, climate chaos. I don't know if we've caused climate chaos, but I think exploiting world resources is true, Right. We have cars powered by gasoline. Is there an unlimited supply of oil in this earth? I mean, the the amount of oil needed to supply all the cars that are driving, uh, we're we're kind of taking advantage. Of I don't the know oil if there's supply. an unlimited supply, but by all accounts, there's plenty of supply. Sure. So I sure. don't I don't think that's a problem at this point. Well, I don't know if it's a problem, but what I but just the the statement exploited world resources. Like, yeah, I mean, we're using gas to to cook on a grill like yeah. we're we're mining for propane or methane or whatever the gases are that supply gas to to grills so you know what i'm saying so but okay so let's but let's ask that is it exploitation if it was given over to us to begin with now you're going back to god yeah right? I, I am i'm going okay, back that's to, fine. The, to that's the beginning of humanity right Everything. we were told to uh spread out among the earth and okay. subdue it and so, if we were given this earth to use, uh-huh. obviously, yes, you want to be a good steward, you want to be responsible, but at sure. the end of the day, w- the earth and its resources were given to us to use. Right. It's not exploitation if you use something that was given to you. What's the definition of exploitation? Use. Take advantage of. Oh, to use. To, use. to take advantage of, typically. Didn't it use? So, if I, I exploit a person, I'm typically taking advantage of them in some way. At least that's my understanding of the word. I mean, that's what I exploit. think it is. The action or fact of treating someone unfairly. Taking The advantage. action of making use of and benefiting from resources. Make full use okay. of and derive benefit Okay, so from. this statement is uh, extremely accurate. We use world resources. There you go. Mm-hmm. But is that a so, bad thing? No. I don't, now, so causing the, those using of the resources causing the climate chaos? I don't. I don't know. No, I agree. I, there are some things that... That, that might be a little There are some side effects from human error. You have oil spills that, that kill uh, marine life and, you yeah. know... We've had people get uh, sick of dirty drinking water. And, you know, and, the, yeah. the, the, the ducks, you know, that Don tries to clean off all the time. You know, oh, yeah, get yeah. the oil on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so are there uh, probably miniature climate change events or whatever? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but nothing that is recorded that I'm aware of that I've seen any type of anything that would be on a large scale. Okay. So it's all, like, it's all pretty localized. So like in the movie Sahara, 
you've seen the movie Sahara with Matt M- Matthew McConaughey. I've seen bits and pieces. So there's a uh, there's a toxic waste that's getting uh, fed into the the underground yep. of a of a solar company, and the area in Africa that's talking about, I believe, is the Euphrates. It used to have, or the Tigris, Euphrates, whatever. It used to have several, like, uh, what's the word? When uh, when there's little little rivers that come off the river. I don't know what the word is. Tributaries. Trib- yeah, there were little tributaries all around that have dried up mm-hmm. since the beginning of time or whatever. But they're still well underground. There's still a w- water system that I mean, that's natural. You dig far enough, you'll probably find some water. And so all this toxic waste is getting into that, in that water, and they charted the spread of that, and they were saying if, if it doesn't get under control, then within, I don't know, three That's months, right. six months, That's or whatever, right. yeah. it would get into the Pacific once it gets into the Pacific, yeah. or the Atlantic. Once it gets into the Atlantic, <clears throat> then it would be worldwide in, yeah. in a matter of, of weeks or whatever because of the salt water would cause that red algae to to mm-hmm. grow exponentially. Okay, So, yes, are, are there things like that that well, we do? Was that movie based on real life? No, but okay. Well, that's my point. I right? think, but my, I think, but my point is, we don't that, have anything that in three weeks is going to destroy the the entire world from the Atlantic. I think Ocean. that in, I think that my point actually is that it could somebody could provide something like that biologically. Sure, right, but I don't think that would be. But that would be I, I more of a weaponized would, right. thing. I don't than think that would. Else. I don't think that would fall under what they're talking under about. the exploitation I think, aspect. I think it. that would be an intentional, you know. Either either a very gross uh, oversight, yeah. or an intentional act, yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair, absolutely. So. I think it's, it would be more intentional. So, in the movie, it's a, it's an oversight didn't realize that the stuff was infecting the the water system or whatever, and so these people were coming up with like advanced Ebola symptoms that were killing them within mm. days, mm. Uh, and then it's because they found that red algae or whatever. Right. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, if they were developing that allergy or that algae, yeah, it would be. Uh, an, it would probably be an allergy. They'd yeah, if they were developing that algae in a yeah. Wuhan lab somewhere or something, and yeah. it got out. Wow, then, you know that would be that'd conspiracy be conspiracy theories one hundred and one so, right here. Well, pretty sure that's been proven. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, how to create a petition? How to how would you go about creating a petition? So, <clears throat> whatever the subject of it was. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then I would put lines down. Okay. Where you could put <laughs> your name. Okay. It's a lot easier yeah. than that now. You just go to change.org. Okay. And you say, I want to create a petition. And you type in what it is. Okay. And then you email it to everybody you know. And you post the link on Facebook. And okay. You post it in random groups and whatever. So, you guys know to how to make it. a petition. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this book. If you don't know how to make a petition, (laughs) on page 29, it will tell you how to create a petition. Awesome. Okay. Uh, But make sure you do your homework for the the lay person. Make sure, (laughs) for the the person who does not know what a petition is, (laughs) make sure you do your homework and keep it snappy. Add that to the high school curriculum. And put it out there. That's right. Uh, It's important. Man, dude, it's just some of these things are ridiculous here. Makeup. I There's a chapter on yet. makeup. Makeup? Makeup, like what l- women... Cosmetics. Well, cosmetics, mm-hmm. yeah. Although makeup isn't the isn't on the echo radar as much as fashion, which fashion was the previous chapter. Because mm. you're killing animals. For, right. Yeah. Uh, it can be just as bad in ways, being made, ways it's being made and thrown away. Makeup. Mm. Those little plastic containers are 
killing this. You know one. they use plasma to make makeup. I'm sure they do. They do. Okay, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past anybody. I wouldn't put it past anybody for there to actually be like. Shouldn't they be using that in like blood? plasma cannons or something like that instead of makeup? You watched uh, Independence Day Resurgence <laughs> not long ago, didn't you? Uh, flights, flights, mm-hmm. flying in the airplane. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, uh, taking one flight, even a short haul, which means a flight three hours or less, mm-hmm. uh, generates as much carbon as some people's total output over one year. Mm-hmm. So if there's if there's 70 people flying, mm-hmm. there's 70 people flying, and that carbon output is as much for one person over the entire year. I think it, I think dividing by 70 there spreads it out a little bit. I think it balances that stuff out a little bit. Yeah, maybe that's that's 70 cars not being driven on the road right there, isn't it? You know what I what you I know? do find interesting and and. You know, I'll be the first one to admit that I think that we can all be hypocritical. Sure. To a point. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, but that a lot of people that are pushing the climate are doing agenda, the same very have the things. Private jets. <laughs> yeah. The private jets. Yeah. The yachts. The you know what whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And then preaching to everybody else because, about yeah. how you need to do this. Right. So, so it's, newsflash: it's not about climate; it's about money. Right. Like I said earlier. Well, That's right. Okay. Is. So there was that uh, <laughs> there was that BLM leader mm-hmm. who got a house, four, bought this four mansions. Right. Okay. Okay. Four. four. But uh, but one was very much in a highly white affluent neighborhood mm-hmm. and we're i'm sitting back like you're what a, why aren't we like building up taking that money building up some communities, communities of, that you claim of color that you are, right? right and making them more affluent right with that money giving right. them better houses you know, fixing up whatever in the in the neighborhoods or whatever, because they don't care. It's mm-hmm. they just want the money, right? Well, but my but that's my <laughs> point. That, but my point yeah. to you is yes, it's the money, but to you also the it's, right. what it's very it, hypocritical. What's the level of hypocrisy right, right, there? You right, know. Right. And so, anyways, uh, next is palm oil. Palm oil is an example of how complicated and difficult it can be when you're trying to figure out the best things to do. Uh, you can do for the environment. Palm oil is super useful in many industries. Okay. It can be found in around 50% of the packaged products sold in supermarkets around the world, from food to shampoo, other toiletry products, even in biofuel. Palm oil is cheap and easy to grow, so with logic of capitalism, farmers across the world have set up oil palm plantations. Mm -hmm. Large areas... Now, here's where we get to the climate issue. Mm. Large areas of rainforest have been cleared to make way for farms growing only oil palms, right? So we're destroying habitats mm-hmm. to create different type of habitats mm-hmm. to produce something that's, uh, to their own recollection, beneficial, very useful, mm-hmm. <laughs> as super useful mm-hmm. in many industries. Uh, next is like meat. Yeah, meat. Uh, here we go. Uh, my dad's a vegetarian, an environmental activist, and a sheep farmer. Okay, that's the dad of the of the, the author. author. Our farm is organic and close to, although not completely carbon neutral. It is definitely where I would want to live if I was a sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, it's not perfect. There, the sheep mm-hmm. are still terrified of us because we gather them a few times a year to shear and dip them and give them medicines. 
And it varies, but usually around half of the lambs are sent away to be slaughtered and eaten when they're old enough. But it's one of the most ethical and environmental ways of farming livestock. An inherently cruel industry. In my opinion, if our farm shifts the demand from polluting factory farms, then it's not doing a net positive. So this person has a farm where they profit from meat and also other items that the sheep like the sheep provide. Mm-hmm. But uh but because it's organic? Like the way they raise the sheep is organic. That makes it better. They're better than everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, there's that. And then uh, the next one was. Uh, well, in, so, you know, they're directly contributing uh, to the downfall of our planet, right? Like, especially according to uh, AOC, who said basically we need to kill all of the cows that are releasing methane oh. into the atmosphere. What are they doing? How are they releasing change. their methane? Farting. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, ah. And so, and we're Man, perpetuating the I do that at problem. least 25 times a, a day. We're perpetuating the problem because we're, because we're raising them and, and uh, using them for food. So we're raising cattle who have a natural gut reaction, literally, yep. to Flatulence. fart. Yep. And maybe it might, like come right before they poop mm-hmm. right like magic you know mm-hmm. they breathe in some air and then it gets trapped between meals right they let out some poop mm-hmm. then they let out a fart mm-hmm. and then maybe maybe more poop to follow and it's destroying the planet that's destroying the methane from cows yep. from the cow's bum but that's then that, all that, part that of the green new deal grow. it's a huge part right. of it okay right so the, the seeds know? or whatever that they eat that that get trapped in in their their digestive. Well, I'm just saying, just manure like fertilizer. Well, right, right? but it, like, but yeah. that's how things spread. You know, that's how mm-hmm. like that's sure. how tree the seeds from things spread sure. mm-hmm. is through mm-hmm. fecal matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I mean, uh, what's wrong with with helping the grass grow? Exactly. What's wrong with smelling some some cow farts every? Because it's and destroying then? the. Ozone is is that's destroying that's the ozone layer? What they tell us? It's not those gigantic factories with the big clouds <laughs> of, of like gray black smoke. Oh that's, yeah, those those coming too, up. But those, it's the cows are those the biggest things? impact. Okay, uh, here hey, look, I don't know. That's just what the left says. No, that's fine. That's fine. Here we got different types of milk. We should choose dairy milk, rice milk, soy milk, oat milk, almond milk. There's a coconut milk out there, but it's not on this list. Apparently they don't have that. that. So I gotta get some milk. Yeah, you seen the so, memes on that? So I, I saw a meme. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was an angel or something talking to God and said, uh, okay. man, they're, uh, they're getting milk from almonds. And he's like, I gave them like three different animals they could get milk from. Yeah. And they say, yeah, they don't mm-hmm. like that milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, listen, I don't, I don't understand this. Uh, here's a little, it's a little answer sheet right here. I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys some questions. You give okay. me some answers. Okay. Okay. Are there any products you feel you should boycott? No. For climate change reasons? No. Okay. Uh, what makes... Oh, okay, if you didn't answer that one, you're not going to be answering the next one. Um, if you were to boycott a product, mm-hmm. how would you go about organizing your boycott? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, I, guess, I mean, what Chris was saying, I guess, you know, probably social media would be a good, yeah. okay. you know. Right. Well, you first, way you, to get the, the first thing you're going to do is stop buying it. Right. 
Right. You're actually going to do the boycott. Right, right. Not just that you should, but you mm. actually then do right. it. Right. Like, for me, it would be like, I don't want to buy lipstick right. for anybody that I know. Like, I have a... I, have I got a, three daughters, right? So they're going to want to buy lipstick. Sure. Right? But we're not doing that in my family. Right. Because it's tested on monkeys or pigs sure. or something. Right. You know, sure. We're not doing yeah. that. That's how I would organize And then organize you share it. your outrage yeah. with, every, with other yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Share it. How often do you buy new clothes? Not often. Not very often. I, when I get a wild hair at like Walmart and I see a shirt that's like decent. Like I buy new clothes when the clothes I have. Start getting tattered. Yeah. Holes in or them. Or if you get fat. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. 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 Or if you get super skinny. Or. You big weight loss and it's like, man, these things are hanging off of me like a, like towels. Right. I think, yeah. I think like the. The last few shirts I've bought have been like from a concert, right? You know, oh yeah, like yeah. I don't a commemorative thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. like my average Joe's Media apparel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Commemorative, yeah. commemorative thing, absolutely. How do you? What do you do with your old clothes when you do get new clothes? Typically, donate them. Yeah, yeah. I Take mean, them to the goodwill if, if, if they're, they're awful. Holy. If they're in terrible right. condition, then yeah, I mean you throw them away. Yeah. But if, well, I still, I still put them all in a bag and give them to the goodwill because yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna throw away what what they what don't want. They don't think they can sell or yeah. reuse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how can you reduce your clothing consumption? This is, a, in my opinion, is a very simple question. Yeah, I don't need to. I mean, so you would just wear the same to. clothes. Yeah, I would just stop buying clothes. Right. Stop yeah. buying right. more clothes. Yeah, that would be how I would reduce yeah. my clothing consumption. Or I guess I mean I mean I guess you could take it a step further, yeah, right, and you could say, well, I'm only going to shop at secondhand, yeah, yeah, stores, right, so that you're not propping up uh, new the company, new yeah. business, new clothes, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. I do like shopping at a Goodwill. However, I do. Too. I if do. people have the uh, ability to get rid of their uh, Secondary clothes for you to purchase, then that frees them up to purchase new clothes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're still. Yeah, I mean, you're I mean, still everybody. Everybody would need to be on board. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You'd yeah. have to make sure to get there. You'd have to tell everybody, don't buy any new clothes. Yeah. They'd become secondary, then tertiary. Then, After then, you don't want to wear them anymore, the next word let's right, have yeah. a clothing exchange for the clothes you're tired of yeah. and the clothes yeah. I'm tired. Ooh, of. Ooh, I like that and shirt. We'll swap it out. What do you like oh, of mine? Yeah. One there man's trash, yeah. another man's treasure. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a clothes swap meet. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that's an. We could just stop a, wearing yeah. clothes. That's an interesting you idea, right? Too. Just, I mean, just minimalist. I mean, that's how we were El made. Natural. Yeah. yeah, that's how we were made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know, then we ate of a a piece of something from a tree that said, mm. "Whoa, my dingus is hanging out. Mm. I might want to cover it up." <laughs> yep. I guess that's what went through his head. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question: How do you go on your holidays? How? Do you go on your holidays? It depends where they are. Right? Yeah. So I'll be honest. Sometimes so, I take a holiday at about a 20-yard walk from yeah, my room to, yeah. to in here. And it's, I, it's a holiday all on its own. See, I have five kids, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And so... So you don't. We don't fly oh, yeah. Yeah. anywhere. Yeah. If we want to go... I mean, we've gone to Florida a few times. Yeah, yeah. We drive. Yeah. Like, because I'm not buying seven plane tickets. I'm right. sorry. You can call me cheap, whatever. But I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right, cheap. Uh, and I'd rather use that money for the actual vacation itself mm -hmm. than having to have a cheap vacation because I have to buy plane tickets. Yeah. But, right. I mean, so, how much carbon footprint is that car making? 
No doubt. You know, on well, that 15-hour drive. Apparently a lot less than an airplane. Not I don't if, know. Well, I don't so, know, but if that airplane you know. <laughs> is only taking you three hours to get there, but yeah. your car's taking you 20 hours to get there, I mean, is there some kind of a proportionality that I might no make the carbon idea. footprint somewhat equal? But if I do fly, I fly Southwest because yeah, okay. they're awesome. So you get two, black, two bags, fly free. We are looking for sponsors. And, uh, <laughs> so, just saying. Anywhere Southwest goes. I do have a Southwest Rapid Rewards card uh, yes. funded through Chase. Yeah. Anywhere you know? Southwest yeah. goes, that's who we use. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> c- uh, could you go flight free this year? Chris has already said yes. He, he's gone flight free for multiple years. For a long years. time. Yeah. 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 I mean, my first, I haven't. I haven't. Fl- I can't remember the last time I flew. Well, the first time I flew, I was like thirty. Okay. And then I've only flown. I might have flown uh like ten times if we're talking round trips. Mm-hmm. I, I might have flown ten times total in the last eight years. I maybe. Think- I think, the, I think the last time I flew was maybe four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying I don't understand. I mean, I do understand. I don't, but, like, you know, I, I think the biggest ones that kind of get me. Now, again, I don't care from a climate change perspective, but just from a convenience perspective, people that fly to, like, Austin. Yeah. And, you know, by the time you go to the airport early and you sit through security and you get on your plane and then you fly and then you get off your plane and you get your luggage, whatever. Could already drove there. You already driven. Yeah. You already have your car. You have all your yeah. stuff in it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, uh, But that might be just somebody who doesn't want to deal with the potential hassle of, of whatever comes with the car. Like, potential wreck like, on the like road. 35. Gas. Yeah. Uh, the traffic that's down there. Well, I mean, yeah, you are now eliminating that gas traffic. Is $5 a gallon. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Biden did that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. According to, did you know that those stickers that are on there, uh, that people are putting on those pumps, could potentially cause those gas stations to like when they're under inspection be against like a violation of the inspection and cost the gas station money. Oh really? Because they're they're putting like I guess unauthorized stickers mm-hmm. on a on something on where pump. like the uh, the machines you know they have those sick stickers that say if this sticker's compromised you yeah. can call this number mm. or whatever and they come out because whether the uh, the chip reader or whatever's been manipulated yeah. with or or whether the calibrations of the gas, you know, has been manipulated with or whatever, uh, if they take it serious. So you're putting alternate stickers on there or extra stickers on there that could potentially compromise hmm. the validity of the gas station. I don't so, even know if I've seen Biden, yeah. the gift that just yeah. keeps giving. It just right? keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, how could you convince your family or friends to go flight free? I wouldn't. Like, yeah, right. no, I wouldn't either. Like, if you want to fly, get out there. Right. You know, do what right. you, do what you got to do. You do you. How sustainable is your day to day diet? How sustainable? Yeah, yeah. Like, my, my, can I maintain my daily diet? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I have my entire life. Yeah, so we notice. Sure. We notice. Yeah, uh, it's okay. I got a similar one. You know, we we like peanut butter pr- mm. filled pretzels. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. We'll pop some peppermints every now and then. We'll take. Uh, you know, we like a good pancake, yep. eggs, and bacon breakfast. Absolutely. You know, yep. or whatever. Maybe yep. a Belgian waffle throwing some blueberries in there. I'm telling you yeah. what, that's where it's at. Hey, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in shape. Circles of shape. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Round is I is maintain shapely. that. Yeah, yeah, that teardrop shape is. When you uh, teach math, that's yeah. geometry, no, right? Well, so I think the teardrop is more calculus. Uh, <laughs> do you want to introduce veganism into your diet? No. Negative. Negative, <laughs> Ghost Rider. The veganism is not for me. 
if not, can you consume fewer animal products? No. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. That would be me trying to go vegan. Right. That's right? a hard pass. Or vegetarian right. or whatever. Anyways, this is called the like a challenge everything. If you want a good laugh or if you believe in this stuff or whatever, uh, uh, at the back of it says, time is running out to save our planet. Does it say how long we have? It, uh, negative. That's it a not. safe prediction. Yeah. Hey, someday our planet's yeah. going to end. Yep. And time's when it does, it's going to be our fault. Time's okay, guys? running out. Time's running out. This book will help you make a difference. Good. This book will help you make a difference. Challenge everything, government, business, and most of all, challenge yourself, which that's the only one of those three I really agree with. Right. I mean, you should challenge government whenever they overstep, but, I mean, Absolutely. at the same time, um, you, you got to start with yourself right. in order to do anything outside of yourself. Right? right. Hey, you know the only thing that book accomplished? Yeah. It made that author and that publishing company money. Yeah. Because that's what this whole thing is about. This is, is This is a ridiculous way of doing a book. Like, one page just is like, let me, it, this is one page of this book. Well, that's a waste. Right? I mean, uh, what? how many pages do we how need? How many trees did we they We need kill? 144 pages, so uh, let's make sure we, we, we fluff it up a little how bit. How many trees did they kill for those individual pages and all of the copies of the books that they made? I don't know. That doesn't seem very climate-friendly. It doesn't seem fl- climate-friendly at all, unless these are uh, papers made w- from non-trees. Yeah. These are papers not made from trees. Yeah. Right? Just like uh, you know, things not well, made they're manufactured by hand. somewhere out of something. Look at all these pages that that this seventeen-year-old mm. apparently feels like a genius now for writing. Now she got my five bucks, but whatever. Uh, I mean, <laughs> come on, come on. What are we doing on this page? On these pages, you are responsible for your own actions, man. This is something that we just need to tear this page out and put it in schools. Mm-hmm. I, I was going like, to say, actually, people need to learn that. People need this page Absolutely. right here, but the rest of this thing is is the rest of it's junk. Pretty much garbage. I mean, like I said, the the backside here it said uh, challenge everything, most of all yourself. Like that last little section where it's challenge yourself. Uh, again, page two pages wasted right here uh, right. because we had to have the skull picture. Yeah. Just dead to center. Scare you. That, yeah, that that separates two or three different different situations here. Yeah, right. It's a common theme. Uh, you're gonna die, and here's a skull to prove it. You know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the challenge yourself is probably the best part in here. Self sufficiency. Uh, question everything. Absolutely, you should sure. question everything. Yep. Don't trust what you've been told. One hundred percent, you should not trust everything you've been told. You should go out, research it. Figure it out on your own. Yep. I don't like the decide your own morals thing. No, I think no. that there is a blanket set of morals. Now, I think you need to decide on on to what level you're going to hold yourself to each one of those. And maybe that's what that means. I'm not going to read through it completely right now. But, uh, but I mean... Oh, we're not going to talk about the create your own morals? You want to? We can. Yes. Okay, let's read it. That's the problem with our entire world right now. That's true. That's true. Right that's now. true. Shame on me for trying to skip over it. I'm, I'm an idiot. All right, here we go. <laughs> Decide your own morals. A part of educating yourself about the world is also identifying what you believe in and what you think is right and wrong. That's somewhat true. Okay? Somewhat. Uh, there's there's a degree where what is right and what is wrong is is completely blanket Mm. there's a degree but then there's other things like uh you have questionable ethics okay like would you steal a loaf of bread to feed your family who's dying of hunger right right right? or whatever 
anyway, so we're often taught in broad strokes bad and good, bad and good, but things are more nuanced than this. There's a lot of middle ground out there, which potentially there, there, there are some grays. Yeah, yeah. Our morals have have usually been inherited from the religion or society in which we grew up. For example, most of us accept that stealing is bad because we were taught we were taught it as a child. We didn't examine it and decide that it was morally wrong ourselves, although on reflection, I think we can agree that in most instances, it's not very nice. Mm-hmm. Identifying your own boundaries is an important part of growing up. Nothing wrong with that statement. Identifying your own boundaries, right? Don't cross my boundary. Don't cross my boundary. Mm-hmm. Right now, many countries are in an interesting place. There are a whole host of different religions and beliefs in many societies, and we're lucky that many countries are diverse and tolerant. This is a good thing because people are able to decide their own boundaries. We can understand the moralities of different cultures. We're not just stuck believing what our own families believed. Some have turned to the law as a moral compass. They believe that if something is illegal, then it is automatically wrong. Before we go further, is there anything that you that that you believe contrary to that statement? If something is illegal, then it is automatically wrong. Yeah, that's not true. Okay. I believe religiously you're false. So I I know you give to Caesar what's Caesar's. So if right. it's illegal, you should be following the rules. Well, that was not doing something that, whoa, illegal. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's a that's a misapplication of that scripture. Okay, that was talking about taxes and tithing specifically. Nothing about the okay. The laws. So you're supposed to follow the rules and the people of the things you're under. Like that's now, I, in now, the I Bible. Agree. The Bible says follow the laws of the land. I agree. Okay. However, it's all tied together. Keep ho- going. However, if it's in direct contradiction to god's law okay that's different sure so how many so how many league how many things that are illegal that are illegal are in direct contradiction to god's law let's just go ahead and ask i didn't say i you're not okay you're not giving me a specific example you made a blanket statement so they could create a law that says it's okay to murder people they could delete the law that says you can't murder people they could change the law. They've already changed laws about, you know, homosexual activity and, tra- you know, transsexual. Th- and okay. Just follow the, things. but follow the but, train of thought. But, here, so though, that's my quick. point is just because something is legal or illegal by a, a country or a city or a state does not necessarily make it morally correct or incorrect. So like with COVID, they banned churches from meeting. I don't believe that that's a law that should be followed. Okay. Never was a law, by the way. Keep going. Well, it doesn't have to be a law. It was a... Okay. So, they were orders uh-huh. that were lawful. Meh. Eh. Meh. I mean, people did get thrown in jail. People did get put in jail if they violated... At certain, at certain, in certain countries, yeah. 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 Uh, I know in Canada that happened. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it happened here. People got fined. People, I don't know if people got arrested. I have to go back and look at specific instances. Right. But I knew know that people were legally prohibited. It was illegal yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so do I believe that that's a, a valid moral law? No. Right. I, I right. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so to make that statement as a blanket statement, whether I have any specific examples right this moment, yeah, yeah. I just don't agree with the statement as a blanket Okay. That's all. So I, I would argue that in general, 
I mean, this little COVID thing, I think we can all kind of agree, was a little contrived. When I say a little, it was very much contrived by people who were had an agenda. So uh, there were things that they put into place that did violate our own moral fortitude or our own ethical guidelines or whatever. Um, and so, yes, uh, whether in those circumstances there was a, a mandate or an order or whatever put in place that might violate something that you believe religiously, then you should do whatever you consider to be morally correct in that circumstance. Right. So if we're talking laws, generally speaking, laws are not created that are that violate morality in terms of when they change some when they make something illegal morality is generally questioned whenever a law is made to legalize something like if right now we're talking uh religiously the homosexual argument right uh that argument religiously violates what law has been put into place that says it is okay for people of the same sex to get married. Whereas someone religious would say, the Bible says, no, that's not okay. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So laws being made to okay things generally violate moral stuff. Laws being made to scratch things generally don't. So I guess my... Until what you look at... I mean, we just used COVID as an example. Right, and I and, agreed and with I that, that as the right, circumstance. What, what, what I, my concern is is that that is a stepping stone for future uh, legal maneuvers. It that, potentially that is. That make, that them, make some things thing. illegal that shouldn't be made illegal. Correct. That's possible. Uh, I guess my question is, is in this moment, right, can you think of laws? Can you think of what it said here? It said right now many countries. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, they believe that if something is illegal, then it is automatically wrong. Okay, right now my thoughts went to smoking weed. Mm -hmm. In Texas, it's it's illegal to possess and consume weed. Right, THC right. products. Okay, <clears throat> does that make it wrong to consume or possess those products? From well, from a standpoint of following the law. Yes. Okay. It's not. So, but, so, but you can, okay, so but you can move deal. into Oklahoma and be yeah, okay with right. it. Right. That is California not. California yeah, Colorado. Several or, states. Right. One could make the argument one way or another. That is not in direct uh, violation or flying in the face of uh, any particular God-given law. Okay. Um, now, people would talk about, you know, your use the example, your body's a temple and taking care of your body and but then that opens up the argument to everything from from drinking to sodas to but it also carbs opens up the whatever. argument so, that weed is good for you like it can right. help so, you medicinally so, so my right. so my point with that is is yeah. that uh just because they outlawed it does that mean that it's wrong yes from the standpoint of it's wrong to violate the law yeah but just because the law is in place does not make the original action immoral does that does okay. that make sense? Yeah. In yeah. other words, the yeah. original action. Someone smoking weed original, isn't an immoral person. Right, the original a action, absent of the law, yeah, 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 is not immoral itself. It's it's the violation of the law that becomes immoral. Okay, so now with that being said, there's obviously there's checks and balances. There's I guess uh, so that's my question. There's like, limitations if it's hampering uh, your your life. If yeah. it's if it's 
you know, if it's preventing you from being a productive member of society, if it's, if you're throwing all of your money at it and you're not taking care of your family, if you're, then, then it becomes an issue. Yeah. Does, does that anything yep. in excess can become a problem morally? Yeah. yeah. But right? I mean, because once you so, lose self-control, you, you gain dependency right. on something. And once you gain dependency on something, if we're talking religious morality, then you lose dependency on God and, and then it becomes you know, an idol yeah. and then, then right. that becomes a problem. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, Anyway, so uh, we all we all got to start with where our moral compass is. Like, what is the thing that guides us morally, right? I think we could all sit here and agree that the Bible more morally guides us more than anything else. Like, right. the thing that for ages is is okay or mm-hmm. is not okay, right, is listed in that that thing. Whether we're talking about actions that we do that that there is a law that can be against, right? You talk about the sins of the flesh. There's a law that can potentially be put in place that could govern those things. But then you talk about the fruit of the Spirit. There is no law that mm-hmm. can prevent or or or, uh, or judge you or whatever if you are to do those things, the love, joy, peace, all those things. So, uh, so we have to first decide what our moral compass is, um, and, and that does come from, generally speaking, how you were raised, right? I mean, sure. some kids, whenever they're grown up in foster care, their moral compass is their feelings. Their moral compass is, did you violate me in some way that now I have to take action against you or something like that? There's some kind of a repercussion system in place that they feel morally just in implementing or whatever. And there's a bunch of different, bunch of different things, I'm sure, that can control a moral compass. Uh, you need to decide for yourself what your morals are. Find a mentor and talk about them. Don't ignore other people's morals and set yours in stone. Be flexible. Like, don't ignore and also just be stubborn. Be flexible, I guess. Change, uh, change means that you're growing and developing your ideas and you aren't going to get stuck with a flawed moral code. <laughs> okay? Now, I'm going to talk about this a little bit. Like, whenever I grew up... Uh, there was, uh, let's just say there was some, some people at church that said uh, school dances were a sin to go to or whatever. I mean, super strict. And the reason is, is because once you're there, you could potentially start lusting after people that you're attracted to or whatever. And, and then, then the potential type of dancing that happens is a, could be leading you further down that road, right? Sure. So it's not necessarily that attendance to that place was wrong, but it would be what could come from it was wrong, right? So uh, you also have uh, people that will claim drinking is wrong, and the more conservative <clears throat> churchgoers will say drinking alcohol, consuming alcohol is, is a sin, smoking a cigarette is a sin, etc. So I do believe that to, to some degree where it talks about uh, developing your own ideas and you aren't going to be stuck with a flawed moral code, I do believe that I was raised, excuse me, I was raised to actually believe some of those things. And I'm sitting back like, well, okay, it's it's actually not a sin to have a drink of alcohol. It's it, it, biblically it would be a sin to consume so much that you now have lost all your inhibitions. You can't control yourself right. and now you're being what's called a drunkard. Right. Right? So, uh it does say to avoid drinking parties or or revelries, right? Right. Well, what's the purpose of the revelry? Right. Is to is to get to such a point where you probably will be drunk. I mean, you're drinking for the sake of drinking with your friends, right? Right. So avoid those type of things. Uh, but like, 
I think I've consumed like five alcoholic drinks in my life, whether they be a sip of one or a whole one. And only at the at the sake of somebody said, you, you don't know it until you tried it. And I was like, okay, bring it on. And it's disgusting, in my opinion. I cannot do it because the smell, the strong taste, et cetera, it just, it, I can't do it. And so, like, I can go to a drinking party all day long. Right. I ain't going to consume one bit of that alcohol. If I do, it's because somebody said, taste this. <clears throat> and then I'm be like, okay, I'm out. Like, I'm not, I'm not tasting anymore because I tasted the one. I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. Like, it would just be to shut people up. Right. I was actually called uh, the drunkest sober guy at our fraternity parties. <laughs> like, I can have a great time without mm -hmm. the influence of alcohol. Right. So does my attendance at a place where there is alcohol, <clears throat> is that now in question <clears throat> or whatever? If, if for the sole purpose of that party is because of alcohol. Right. And so I didn't have any problem going to a place where there was alcohol because I was never going to be, you know, uh, drawn away, you know from from anything anyways uh but I, I mean i believe that you if you get i think getting stuck with a flawed moral code is a questionable phrase mm -hmm. like you have a moral code how is it flawed and what does it mean to be in a flawed moral code right right, right. uh but i do believe where it says be flexible i think that's extremely important Can don't I? just be stuck in set in stone you know don't, don't be immovable be question flexible. things, question yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like it was said before, but also when it said something, you said something a minute ago about, um, basically it was saying like change is good, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you take that too far too, right? right? Because, right. And, and, and that's what the world wants you to do kind of in certain instances is right. change your beliefs on certain things right. where, you know, so where they should be set and stuff. <clears throat> right. Right. And so I think, I think the, that's a whole other argument. At the end of the day, there it, there has to be a universal source for morality. Right. There has to be. Otherwise, there there is no morality. It's just your opinion. Right. So sure. there has right. to be a centralized yeah. basis there has to, for yeah. that. Uh, and once you have established that centralized basis, to then go away from that would be immoral. And that's... Well, see, and I think that day. I think that there's a strong case for the centralized basis being biblical, right? Mm -hmm. Because most laws began, right? And that's where I was going based with, that. with biblical mm -hmm. precepts, right? You know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then now all the adjustments to laws are because of feelings. Mm -hmm. Correct. All, I, how I feel about yeah. this situation, I, this should be okay because I feel like it which should is be where okay. that becomes dangerous, right? Right. And so uh, it's you know. Right, it's I, not I a man it's, who it's walks about, to direct his own steps. It's and about like that. being set in stone, right? In the areas that have been clearly defined outside of yourself by a central authority. Okay, but then yes, things that you have been taught that are not in alignment with that, you should absolutely be open to change in direction. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, My there are life. like the drinking thing, yeah, right. So I know somebody who th if they if they have one sip of alcohol, yeah, going to hell, yeah, right. They, like they, but that's not but that's not biblical. Who taught that? Right, right, right. That was just right. one person's but, but, opinion. Okay, and I would I would argue that potentially is biblical if that's the standard that they're holding themselves to, because, because with what measure you measure yourself, it'll be measured to you equally or more. 
Right. Well, that, and it also says, but but it also says that's that's that, in Matthew seven. I mean, I that, know what you're talking that about. That there may be like there may be something that is not a sin or is not sinful. Yeah. Right. But if you believe that it is, right. If it's you sin, believe that it's it is, a sin then it's to a you. sin to you. That's right. So if you do that that's thing, also, it's then, in like then the Timothys or the Titus. But that doesn't make it sinful. To you, it does. To, but well, to you, it but does. To, if you believe it's a if sin, you believe it is. and then you do it, you then, have committed a sin. Right. I, if you think it's wrong to do it, and you do and it, and then you do it, you are a hypocrite, and right. that is by definition well, a not sin. I'm saying that you're not a hypocrite at that point. Well, but, hypocrisy but that doesn't mean sinful. Uh, okay, well, I'm not. Uh, I'm just saying. Can, I'm just saying. We could go just a just really long time talking. on this. No, we can't so, because oh, you'd be could. wrong if you're going to so contradict that. I'm not, so I'm not going to do that. But so, but as far as the measure to you be me- so. If you say that it's says, wrong to the, drink the, the and then you says, drink, you're the verse telling- says basically don't judge other people because the way you judge them will also be measured to you. You will be judged in the same way. Right. That exactly scripture is completely and entirely misappropriated so many times. It is not saying that you shouldn't use judgment no. about no, the, we all, we, about we, the we morality all or the, the propriety of other people's actions or your own actions. What it's saying is, is don't be a hypocrite. So if you say, hey, it's just wrong. Said. If you say it's wrong for you to do this, but then you go do the same thing. You're being a hypocrite. How are you saying anything different than we just said? No, I, no, no, no. Well, we are and we aren't. Oh, okay. So I'm saying that's how that verse is is applied. What, but then correctly. But on the flip side of that is, is it's not because I say it's bad that it's bad or good, and that's where we differ in opinion. No, because in the Bible there's a different verse that says if there is something that you consider to be wrong and then you do it, it is a sin for you. There, there, yeah, it's a, it's basically saying like this thing A is not sinful, right? right? But if you as an individual think it is sinful and then you do that thing, then it is a sin to you. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not familiar with the verse. Okay. So I would have to it. read the verse I'm gonna find it real and quick. the context. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Read the context. You always have to use context. Romans 14. It's one of the best ones. Anyone who believes that something he wants to do is wrong shouldn't do it. He sins if he does, for he thinks it's wrong, so for him it is wrong. That's like the easy-to-read version. Okay. And Romans 14 is basically uh, Christian conduct, like okay. the, almost the entire chapter. Anyways. I'm also going to assume, without reading the context but knowing the book of Romans, I'm also going to assume that he's using that when that belief is congruent or in accordance with or in agreement with what is actually right or wrong. Because in other words, if I believe, if I believe it's, if I personally make the belief that it's wrong for, uh, uh, let's say I believe it's wrong or against the law for me to help somebody of a different race and I do it. That's not a sin. What my initial thought, my initial racism, my initial, uh, uh, my initial moral code was the sin. That's. And, and so I'm just using that as an example. Okay. Of this is what a, I'm saying. This is the context where it talks about not to cause another person to stumble. 
not to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and I'm persuaded, Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in in itself, but it's unclean for anyone who thinks it's unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, joy, Holy Spirit. Whoever trusts, serves Christ, is acceptable to God and proved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Do not, for the sake of food, destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. The faith that you have, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. But whoever he doubts, uh, but whoever he whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. For what he does, uh, for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Says, so I mean that entire thing is very simple. It's hey, if your buddy uh, struggles with alcohol addiction. Don't drink in front of him. That's that's re- that's literally what it says. Even though drinking isn't wrong, it's not unclean. But if your buddy struggles with that, yes, don't tempt him to. Don't put him in a position where that's going to happen because then you're causing, you're you're contributing to his stumble. That I mean, that's a very simple overview of what that section of scripture. I'm 100 percent agree with you. But at the same time, if that person who struggles with alcohol thinks it's wrong to taste alcohol and he tastes alcohol, it is wrong for him to taste alcohol. Right, because he struggles with it. Yeah. Right. That's what we're saying. Okay. So the context didn't change the meaning of the ver- of that one verse. If you think it's well, wrong it to do... It it's talking about a specific instance. It's not... Okay. If so, you think it's wrong to do... Let's just, let's just hammer this out. If you think it's wrong to do, and then you do it, you've sinned. It's a sin for you. Unless my original thought was in not in agreement or conclusion. No, listen, that's what fine. A- if you want to disagree with some kind of ulterior qualification that talks about your state of mind that's not in the verse, that's fine. That's up to you. Okay. But it just says, very simply, if you think it's wrong to do and you do it, it's a sin for you. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm really glad when these go. <laughs> I'm really glad when these go religious. So well, because we're talking about morals and ethics, right? And if you can't, if, if it's you, not grounded in something, then it's then the discussion is moot. Well, if you have, it has some, to be grounded in something outside of yourself. Otherwise, it's just an opinion. If there's some, okay, let's just think about it from a morality situation. If you think something is immoral and then you do it, you have violated your own moral code. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. what the verse says, except it uses the phrase sin. And yeah. it's sin is personal because what you're tempted by, I'm not tempted by. So you're going to be drawn away by lusts that are different for you than I'm going to be drawn away by lusts that are different for me. Well, I can agree with that. Well, that's why it's a sin for you if you think it's wrong to do. You're violating your own moral code. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come with the rebuttal. Or the agreement. I would I, love to hear the agreement because whenever I, I get you to say you're I, right, no, listen, I'm really I, excited. I, about I that. agree with you. I agree with you on the surface. I agree with you. But I again, I'd have to go back and study it. Well, study. But I'm going to 
make the assumption based uh-huh. on the book and yeah. what it's That's about. That's never good. I know. You, no. I, because I have to go back and look at it. Well, sure, I just but, read the whole thing for you. Well, is that when he's talking about that, he's assuming that those things are in accordance with what God has, has laid out. If you, he's not, I guarantee you, he's not saying, Hey, you know what? If you've decided all of these other things that aren't in agreement with what God said, then yeah, go ahead. That's, that's sent. That, what, I don't think that's true. What are you talking about? What I that just was said. Ver- that was very not clear. Well, okay. So again, if all I, these, uh, what are if, all these other things? Eating a peppermint. If anything, I think eating a peppermint is wrong. If I determine something and is I'm wrong. And I'm down in these peppermints. If, if I determine something is wrong that is inherently right. There's nothing in it, and of itself that is unclean. That you eat is what it says. Eating and drinking. Okay, that's nothing what it's in talking of about. That's my point is that's the context. You oh can't apply God. it oh outside God. of that. So what are we talking about? What, what, can you, what can you not apply it to? Give me an example. My, I am not given. What the if I think it's wrong? What if I think independently it's, decide something is a sin? What if I think it's wrong to celebrate Christmas for Jesus' birth? Specifically, Jesus' birth. I think it's wrong to do. That's not in violation of any of, of any God given law or or scripture or anything well i mean in romans whether it's 12 or 14 it does say if one person considers one day holy and another person doesn't they each live that day to the lord so don't judge one another based on their beliefs of that believing one day is holy or is not holy it says uh one person esteems one day above another thank you another esteems every day alike right let each be fully convinced in his own mind he who observes the day observes it to the lord and he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. So if I then go so and I already, observe I that, said that it doesn't. If I, I then go and observe that, that day, to like as a Jesus' birthday, which I just said I believe, like if I'm of this mindset that it's wrong, then I've just con- I've just become a hypocrite, which is sinful to be a hypocrite. Like to let your yes be yes and your no be no, like it's. It's a, it's a sin to be a hypocrite. My point is, okay, when you use it as a blanket statement, sure. If something that is inherently good that I should be doing, okay, if I then incorrectly assign that as a negative as a sin when it's not, me doing it is not a sin. I don't. It's, I don't it's, understand it's what you're simple. saying. I don't understand what you're saying. What do you, how do you not understand? The, the because you're saying that you was, think something is inherently good, and then you assign it as bad. No, I'm saying if it is, it doesn't matter whether I think it is. I th- th- think that's the point of this entire discussion. I think you just said you it, assigned it as bad. Right, but it was good. Okay. And I assigned it as bad. Okay. Then, if I do it, you're going to have to be a little more. Bad. You're going to have to give an example. Well, I mean, I gave an example. So let's say I'm in my head, I'm racist. And I think that it is wrong to help a person of a different color than myself. But I find myself in a situation where I do. That is not a sin. My original bias, my original judgment, my original 
hate or anger or uh, trumps uh, trumps is, the hypocrisy the you just showed. That was the sin. Okay, that's my point, and and I'm just using that as an example because we talked about it earlier. Okay, so I mean, if you want to if if you want to sit down and you know, uh, uh, put it this way, having a child out of wedlock. Okay, let's start there. Sure. This will be the. This would be easy. Okay, this would be easy. a great, great yeah. one. Having a child out of wedlock. Yeah. The 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 sin was having premarital sex. But I assume that in my moral... Com- well, I'm not supposed to have a child out of wedlock. So I have an abortion so that I don't have the child. Oh that, God. in my head, is right. Okay. Okay? But then, okay. let's say I don't have the abortion. Holy moly. What? It's real simple. No, you're, you're, I think I shouldn't have a child out of wedlock. So in following with that, I think that it's right to have an abortion so that I don't have the child out of wedlock. Okay. But then but two then wrongs I, don't but make it right. Yeah, your, your pretense wait, well, here is but then I don't terrible. Have, but then I don't have the abortion. Your examples are not very good. It's very simple. Then I don't ha- Because these are the moral things that we struggle with. So We struggle with doing something that, doing something that we don't care whether or not it's right or wrong. But then there's something that follows from that that's a direct result of that that now we disagree with. But at the, but we had no disagreement of the thing that was potentially immoral to begin with? No, we do. No, so, like you didn't have a problem being, like in this okay, situation, so, you didn't have a problem being racist when you were racist. Right? In the, in the example that you gave. Like if you were racist, like you didn't have a problem with that. But then if I do something that's inconsistent with that, yeah. that doesn't make the action wrong. That made my original decision, my original thought, my original moral code was what was wrong. That was the sin. Okay. So just because I believe, my point is, just because I believe something to be right or wrong does not make it right or wrong. I think we're talking about something that it, it, it began, things that are inherently clean. Like there's nothing clean or unclean in and of itself like there's nothing made unclean that's my point is you're trying to apply a scripture that was talking about food and that's my that's where i'm going with this okay so you talked about so you talked about racists being racist and right now we're talking about whether or not that's clean or unclean no the entire beginning before we went into clean and unclean the entire point of this original discussion was If I think it's wrong and I violate that thought, then I'm wrong. And that's not necessarily true. My original thinking could have been wrong. Wow. How does that not? Well, you're just, you're, you're taking something that's r- remarkably wrong and then trying to use this to defend it or to like debunk it. You're taking racism, which is remarkably wrong in this example. Yeah. And you're trying to debunk what the scripture here says. Not debunking the scripture was talking about you're talking food to, and drink. You're, you're talking about trying to debunk it being used outside of food and drink. Sure. Because God forbid we use a scripture to apply to our lives something where it could be very relevant. God forbid if it doesn't have to do with food or drink, we cannot use that verse. I think I think what you're trying to say is too, is it it is talking about food or drink, but it like in an overarching principle, you know what I mean, right? Like, like it's giving. But when you begin with is, something that's not clean, that that, has, that is not unclean, when you begin, but racism with some, is unclean. So this whole conversation is stupid. 
Why? <laughs> because you're starting right here in the, the verse. In the, but the verse the wasn't ver the beginning of this conversation. In the verse, you use the verse. Hmm. You use the verse to to validate the original point, and then gave you the contents context like you asked for. So let's go ahead and start. Well, I what gave was you the original point before we even read the verse? What was the original point More, that I the, disagreed with? People's moral codes. And then if you think that it's wrong to do it, and then you still do it to, okay. to you. So if, I, so if I'm racist and I think it's wrong to help a person of a different color, yep. and then I do help them, yep. me helping them is not a sin. It's my a sin, sin for was, your racism. My sin was the original no, no. racism. It's a, no, it's, okay, let's say you're in a group of people that are racist. Would you not be, like, shunned by that group? If you did something that, against what they but, believe, but that doesn't make what I did a sin. It does to them, and that's also irrelevant. to you that is Th that's in that irrelevant. group. That's my whole point. You just is that, like you just violated like the group's moral code or whatever in this case. Which was the moral code was the sin, not what I did. That's my whole. But point. what you did was wrong for you in that state. But it wasn't a sin. It yeah, it was. It was a sin for a racist. You How does that not make sense? Because racism I'm not is saying, not the moral standard. I'm not saying it's a sin to God. Okay, well, that's what I'm that's saying. What I'm it's a sin about. to you, the racist. That's what I'm talking that's about. That's what the verse says. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. This, could go, this go all a, day, brother. What, this go all day. Is that it's not You're a violating sin. your own my moral whole point code. Is what I'm saying is it's not a sin to God. That's my point. Oh, okay. Now we're talking about sin to God. When we you use the word sin, that's what it means. No, because you can sin against yourself. That's in the Bible. It's several places. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I believe it does. Thank you. And it says to him, it's a sin. To him, personally. Not to, not to capital H-I-M, God, him, but to me. If I think something's wrong to do and I do it, to me, it's wrong to do. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And holding yourself to a higher standard, possibly. But if it's in direct violation of what we've been told is right or wrong, then the original. You, you're going to try real hard. People are going to actually think you're racist <laughs> no, after fine. this. I'm not racist. I'm that's not, my point. None of us are here at all. <laughs> my point is that racism is wrong. And just because I think it's right doesn't make it right. I just got lost on that. I'm going to need you to repeat, repeat what you said, just so everybody can make sure they clearly hear that you are not racist and then that what racism is wrong. Racism is wrong. Thank you. But if I were a racist... Uh, which would be wrong. believed racism was right... Okay, okay. Me doing a non-racist act would not be wrong. What, just because I believed it was wrong, it would violate but, your racist moral compass. But I think, but, I think but that's maybe, not. But my point is, that's not a moral compass. But I think maybe it you're you're you're, you're starting is. off. It's not like but it's not for you. Off, but what doesn't matter? It's Let not Jason relative. Talk. Morality is not talk. relative. That's the problem, Jason. The principle. What it states is, is that whatever the thing is, it starts off that it is it is not. That, that it is not unclean, right? That, it, that it, whatever it, the it, it thing is, off, it starts off like like what it what it says is like whatever the thing is, it's not unclean, right? Like it's okay, right? But someone may but someone may deem it to be unclean, right? But in in your example, you're starting off with 
if I were a racist, well, well, you're you're starting with something that is unclean. I agree. Right. I agree. So, so, so you're going out of context. No, you're applying a verse to a statement that it doesn't apply to. Keep going. Jason. That's my point. You, the verse talks about things that are uh, already deemed clean. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. His statement prior to using the verse oh to prove his point didn't mention that at all. It, it, we didn't start with the Bible. We started with the statement. You're that right. He made. You're right. And you, you are correct. My point is, in your situation, as a racist... Which you are not. Which you are not. But in the, in the <laughs> hypothetical yeah. that you might be a racist, and then you choose to help somebody of color, you have violated your racist beliefs. The, I do not disagree with you. That's, but that would not be a sin. That's where we disagree. It, it, it would be to you... It would change you. It would change your moral compass altogether. But I, no, no longer are you a racist now, or maybe not as much. And that's you have a good then, thing. That's not a sin. But but you don't. You didn't think it was in this original case. If you are racist, you don't think of being a racist is a sin originally. But it does, and that's stop, my point. Is it stop. doesn't matter what I think. It does. That's what this is saying. Right. It does. That's what what is saying. This whole thing. If you think something is unclean. You shouldn't partake of it. Right. If you are a racist, if, and you think it's unclean to help someone of another color, and then you do it, you just did an unclean thing. I disagree. Why? You think that as a racist, I might it's, think it's unclean. unclean, but that doesn't mean it is. You just, that doesn't make it, it's not, am, morality is not relative. Are we circling the wagons here? It's not relative. It is relative to it's you. Not. To you. But again, but it's not. This whole this whole Bible was taught was written to you. <laughs> but it's not relative. It's, it's either it's, true or not true. It either is or it isn't. Right. It's not relative. Again, I'm just saying. From, from, I think from from the way it was written, is it emotional? Damn it! <laughs> Hitler thought being a Jew was a sin, and he needed to kill them all. If he became Jewish, he would have violated his own beliefs. He would have, he, it would have been a sin to him. just because he thought it was right or wrong doesn't make it right He would have had to kill himself in a gas chamber. But that chamber. didn't make it right or wrong. Olay, Janet. <laughs> but, but this is saying, like, what it's, what it's talking about is something is, is, is clean. Like, something is not unclean, right? And you got two people. One thinks it's clean. One thinks it's unclean, right? But it, in and of itself, right. it is clean, yes. right? But the example that you're using about being a racist, you're already starting off being unclean. Because the can, racist can I answer is being that? unclean. He, he's going to circle back no, to no, no. because I didn't get context <laughs> in the very beginning. No, it's not that. No, I agree with you. Right. From the verse. Right. Which is why the verse doesn't apply to the original statement because the original statement has no such qualification. The original, I don't even remember what the original statement say was. Say it again. You just said it a minute ago. I don't remember either. We've uh, gone so it. far field. The original statement was... Before we ever talked about a if verse. If someone thinks that it's un, some, doing something is unclean, right. and then they do it, right. then they... Even, even if someone thinks something is unclean, but it isn't. No, right? no, but that's not in the statement. That's my point. The statement did not say, but it isn't. Well, that well, was my entire, well, my entire argument was, if my thought process about what is clean or unclean... I think is you're going to go back and listen to this and sound like an absolute idiot in your own mind. ...to what is actually clean or unclean, then that's where I was wrong. No, well, stop. But I mean, stop. But, but he did say, like he said something like, what you, like anything un, is not unclean in, in and of itself. Or, right. Or what? No, 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 that was the that, verse, that not was the, the original talking statement. About, that was the talking about food. 
Got you. Okay, nothing has been created right. that is unclean right. in and of itself. Right, right. Okay? Right. So if we're talking about your ideology of being a racist, if that is the situation in the hypotheticals, I feel like we've got to qualify this a thousand times. But if you're already presuming that your ideology is not wrong, and then you do something to violate your ideology, you have wronged yourself. Okay, if you want to use that terminology to say that you wronged yourself or you violated your own moral code, that's fine. But my moral code was the sin to begin with, so me violating that is not a sin. It's actually me doing the right thing in opposition to my sinful belief. That's my point. Just because I it, just because I think something is right or wrong does not inherently make it right or wrong. I don't have that authority. So in 1 Corinthians 6:18 when it tells you to flee sexual immorality, it says every sin that a person commits is outside of the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Right. So you're sinning against yourself. That has that's not sinning right there. That's not specifically talking about sinning against God even though it is. But it's sexual immorality. So that is the sin. Where, where, who decided you, what you sexual immorality was? You just told me that you can't sin against yourself because I'm using the word sin. No, what You're, I, we're quarreling about, what the, about words. What I said is that you cannot, whether I think something is right or wrong or not, does not make it right or wrong. Jay Bird, I'm I glad said. you're here as a third, as, <laughs> like, that not as what like I said? the mediator here. What, just, do you disagree with that? Say that again. Sin, just because I determine something is right or wrong does not make it right or wrong. True. Yeah, That's true. it. That's true. my entire point. But. That's but, my entire point of this whole 30-minute discussion but the other was point that. Is, that point right, right. is not relevant. But the, it is to the original statement. If you deem something to be right or wrong, which doesn't change is whether— It's irrelevant. Right. But you're telling me— You're telling me that something is, is not right or wrong based on how you deem it, right? Correct. It is if you deem it wrong and then you do it. Unless my original thought was wrong, that I violate. No. If I violate. No. No. If I end up doing the right I thing. I really hope people listen all the way through this. If I end up, <laughs> if I end up doing the right thing. No. That doesn't make no, the right it, thing wrong. No, no, no. It doesn't make the right thing wrong universally. It makes it wrong to you. Because you didn't believe that was a right thing to do based on your mindset. Okay. If I think it's wrong, okay. if I think it's but, wrong to go paint a house. And then you go paint a house. I just wronged myself. I just sinned against myself. You violated your that, that moral code. So we're, it doesn't matter if painting a house is racist or abortions or any of that other arguing, stuff. At this point, we're arguing over semantics. Right. So you are arguing <laughs> over semantics. <laughs> okay. So just going back to the beginning of this entire thing. Yeah, yeah. All I was trying to say was just because I believe something is wrong. How? <laughs> doesn't make it wrong. And just because I believe something is right doesn't make it right. That is a... Uh, there is a centralized moral compass that okay. is created outside of myself. Oh, yeah, that was it. That was my a centralized point. moral compass created outside yeah. of yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's it. 
That's true. And if you violate that moral compass, regardless of whether it came from God or whether it came from yourself, you've wronged yourself. Okay. That's not according true, to God. But okay. According to God. According to, well, I guess according to, to no, Paul. No, according to God is assuming you started with something that was unclean to begin with. Or something that was clean to begin with. As Jaybird so eloquently pointed out. Okay. Oh, my God. Anyways. Check, please. <laughs> oh. I'm recently retired. You are retired. Uh, yes. And uh, now... Physical or mental? <laughs> Great success. <laughs> Great success. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, man up. I can't. Well, you better or else I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we had something else to get to, yeah. but that clearly wasn't yeah. happening uh-huh. now because uh, because semantics uh-huh. took over. That's going to change the title of this uh-huh. thing. Semantics. Some listen. To, let's listen to all. <laughs> well, average Joe's are up to some <laughs> antics, <laughs> arguing about semantics. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh. Uh, listen, here's the deal. You, you gotta you gotta figure out what's right and wrong. Uh, I think we can all agree that regardless of context, there is a verse in the Bible that says you got to seek out your own salvation. And so, uh, listen, uh, you got to figure that out. And uh, there's only one place to do that. You're gonna go to the Bible, right? Right. On. Right. You got to go to the Bible. So, uh, anyways, uh, just to clarify, just to make sure everybody is on the same page, Chris Moyer is not a racist. <laughs> Okay, nope, he is racism not. is wrong. Yep, he's got uh, he's got more black friends than I've than I've seen. And if you think one racism is right, your moral compass is wrong. <laughs> yeah, violate it. Yeah, okay, don't, violate don't. your moral compass and do something good. That's but, right. That's all right. right. Uh, that's but, my point. But anyway, it wasn't a good one. And so, anyways, <laughs> you started off calling yourself a racist. So let's just I go did. ahead and say that the example itself was ridiculous. <laughs> And let's go ahead and start somewhere else because uh, that's that we're having a hard time figuring out emotional damage that was clearly caused to anybody who listened to this podcast. Man, oh my goodness, Jay Bird, yeah, yeah. you got anything? You find out one of them uh, one of them dad jokes? No, in your, I didn't. I didn't. You got far. You got a little far field. My brain's my yeah. brain's gone. Uh, when does a cucumber become a pickle? When it goes through a jarring experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time is it when the clock strikes 13? Time to get a new <laughs> clock. Time to get a new clock, baby. <laughs> well, hey, until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm OJ Bird. Super fan Chris. Wrong. <laughs> Make sure you keep it clean. Record no matter how long From the heart and we may be wrong Joe Boo parroting every song And you may not care about it Jared opens himself this way this show is ours, we do it our way. All these words sure we just say. And you may not care about it. Things Joe says and pranks we do. 
Monday's recording something new. New guests here for a different view. And you may not care about it. T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A T-Y-T-Y-D-C-A